Welcome to the podcast, Stop Crying Poser, greatest podcast known to man as voted by Diego Velasquez, Francisco Goya, Fernando Alonso, Frederico Garcia Lorca, Julio Iglesias, Paco Rabane, Pep Guardalillo. <laughs> Those guys all say this is a great podcast and they are people you can count on. We do this podcast every single Friday right here on twitch.tv slash ninja lifestyle right around 3.30 p.m. Pacific time. Today we are 10 minutes early because the early bird sucks the dog's dick or something like that. Shout out to OG Mickey, Sharky Genie, Mr. Jesus, Mr. Devil, FT Bulldog Toronto, Toad Day Day and Scrambles, North Shooter, Love my toe, iBook Boy Shark Genie, Infamy Toad, and Mr. Jesus 27. I have a lot of topics today. They're all quick topics, but look at this. We've had so many short podcasts in the past. I made it a point to A, have a more exciting week, and B, watch more movies. So I watched four movies this week, which is great. I've been getting off my usual nighttime stream. Around midnight or 1 a.m., which gives me two hours to watch a movie, go to sleep at 3. By the way, the Fire Stick is still working great. I'm noticing a few more reruns than usual. The show Cops has 9 billion episodes. So I wonder how in two days I can see the same episode twice. I'm hoping that's not the case for Price is Right. But it may be. Maybe they only have access to a certain group of seasons of cops, which makes less sense that they would play it 24-7. Also, I discovered the Red Bull channel. I know what you're thinking. Ninja Lifestyle, Steve, I bet you're watching a lot of skateboarding. No, 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 no. Here's what I do. I smoke the W, and then I turn on the Red Bull channel, and I watch these skinny people climb mountains. I don't know why it's so fascinating. And they're all so weird and cocky. They're all just like, yeah, yeah, I see that 9,000-foot mountain. I could probably climb it twice barefoot. They're all weirdly cocky, but then you think about it. They're all putting their lives on the line. And I don't think this is funny, but I do sort of like giggle to myself every time. It's like after the after this was filmed um, – Three of the people in this documentary died two years later in a climbing accident. And I'm like, oh, I mean, that makes sense because I've, as I watch it, it's, it's not uncommon for the people to fall. They fall all the time, except nine times out of 10, 99 times out of a hundred, they get, they get like saved, right? They fall and the rope saves them every once in a while, the rope, maybe the rope's not there, or maybe the thing that holds the rope falls out. And sometimes there is no rope. They had one they were showing the other day. They were like, yeah, I went to my, uh, I went to this park, Yellowstone. I was climbing this big thing and, and all my friends were there. We had, uh, that one girl was there. James was there. Fucking, uh, Adam was there. Fucking Thomas was there. Nick was there. Oh yeah. And, uh, and James had two broken legs because he had just fallen off a cliff the weekend before. And I'm like, what, what? <laughs> Your homie almost died, and he's just hanging out in the grass with two broken legs watching you about to also die. And all, the other part, you you don't just fall 
and then like uh, like someone finds you. You probably fall, splatter. There's a bunch of climbers all crying. Everyone sees it. One douchebag's filming it. Like fucking look at this guy. He thought he could climb, and I told him he wasn't strong enough. <laughs> I I hope that's not the case all the time, but it's it's got to be one of those things where it's like, um, it's not a, a small incident. It's not it's not a, it's not like a classic Kobe Bryant death where where you gotta like. You gotta hike out to find the crash wreckage. Nope, it's right there at the bottom of camp. Right there in base camp. Right? There's a bunch of people waiting in line to climb the mountain. It, it's it's the equivalent, in my opinion. I don't know anything about climbing. It's the equivalent of dying on a carnival ride. Have you seen those? Oh, they're absolutely brutal. The carnival ride falls apart. 15 people all come flying out of the air. Two of them splatter. There's always... A bunch of women screaming. Ah! Probably their children was on there. Oh, they're haunting. Haunting videos of circus rides collapsing. I will never, ever ride a circus ride. In fact, there's a ride here in Las Vegas at Adventure Dome. It's a, uh, it's a roller coaster. It's the most popular roller coaster in the city. And at one point, it goes into a cave. And I always feel like people, when they ride roller coasters, they do this thing. Where they lift their hands up. I swear to you, I have short arms. If I lifted my hands like this, and let's say I move them 45 degrees out like this, and I'm on a roller coaster, I believe that my arm would be ripped off. The clearance, the clearance for the cave is not as big as it needs to be, so I'm waiting. I'm waiting one day to read the headline where someone goes through that shit, and their arm just gets completely ripped off of their body, and it's going to happen. Either that or it's happened. I, I did read that someone someone fell off a roller coaster there. Um, the article was actually... <laughs> this is going to seem wildly insensitive. I don't know if the person died. They probably died because the roller coaster is very high up. They said, uh, someone fell off the roller coaster at Adventure Dome today. And I'm thinking to myself, they fell off the roller coaster. Well, it probably was... Uh, the, the crank wasn't tight enough. Like There must have been a safety problem or maybe a bolt. A bolt came out, and I kept reading. The person that fell out of the roller coaster had no arms and no legs. So if you didn't know better, you would have just thought a chicken nugget flew out of the fucking roller coaster. Somebody, somebody lost their, somebody lost their chicken strip going through the loop. But it, it was a person because everything looks smaller from farther away. <laughs> but I, I hope they're okay. I don't remember the story if they lived or if they died. But also, why <laughs> why were they allowed on the ride? I always I hear these stories of like really overweight people get on there and they get on there and it doesn't click enough, so they they're like, "Oh, sorry, dude, you can't ride." And then some people are like, "What the fuck, man? What do you mean I can't fucking ride?" And they're like, "Well, if you do, you might die." You are three times the size of a person that belongs on this. You're going to throw off the equilibrium of the rest of the ride. Also, we like the cranks. It, it is stainless steel, but you are a big piece of meat. Okay. And they say, you know, even, even a gentle stream can break through a fucking uh, mountain, right? Something like that through erosion. Your fat ass is about to erode my roller coaster. So get the fuck out. Next topic. So last week I pooped my pants again. <laughs> it, it it was that time of the year. I was hanging out with my buddy uh, Nick and Eddie. I say, uh, I, it's funny because I get to the house and I go, oh my gosh, 
I gotta take a doo-doo. I gotta take a doo-doo really bad. What am I gonna do-do? And uh, I say, I knock on the door, no answer. Ring the doorbell, ding-dong, ding-dong, no answer. Knock on the garage, no answer. Finally, I get let in. I rush to the bathroom. There's a kid brushing his teeth. I was like, what the fuck? Get out of here, kid. I got a shit. <laughs> and he's like, leave the toothbrush. And I was like, wait, wait, well, don't take the, take the toothbrush. Take the toothbrush, but leave the room. Don't leave the toothbrush in a room with someone shitting. That's weird. Anyways, blow up the toilet, and I think... I think it's over. I have a false sense of security. I go back outside. I drink a beer. I go, hey, that was a close one. High-fiving my friends are congratulating me. Like, oh, you made it to the toilet on time? Nice. What'd you do with the toothbrush? Oh, well, what toothbrush? I didn't, I didn't even see a toothbrush. Anyways, we go outside. An hour goes by. Two hours goes by. I take a step back to go stand by the truck, and I feel a little bit of a... I go, oh, okay, little, little pooty time. Okay, just a little, just a little, little quick one. That no one's even gonna know. No one's looking. No one's listening. You're all the way by the truck. No one's gonna smell it. One little bit. One little. Oh, it's wet. Oh God. Oh, booty getting hot. I go. I run to the bathroom. I, I say to myself, well, you know what? It might still be stuck on my butt cheeks. I clenched my butt. I tried to like try to scoop it so it wouldn't get to the boxers. And then there's that moment of truth. You sit down. You look down. You go, oh god damn it! Right where I left it, the poop was on the boxers, straight line. It, it was in the indent of being. I clenched, and it was in the indent of like, oh no, like if like a water balloon. If you had a water balloon, and you just said it would only splash on like an axis. Yeah, that's what happened. I had one straight line. Shit in my britches. Uh, went outside, put them in the trash can, and now we're on a red alert, okay? Because if I shit a second time, now it's on. It's going to be on my pants. Also, I think I was wearing shorts. So if I shit a second time, we're in a dangerous territory where, where it might land on your leg. And I don't want to be at a party full of Mexicans with shit on my leg. They're, they have a word for that. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it on Twitch, but that's <laughs> that's not what I was looking to do. But... Luckily, nothing happened. We got a good story out of it, and hopefully, we're praying for. Look, it's what? It's only like June. What month is it? June. It's only June. We made it six months of the year. If we make it another six months, then we will reach our quota of only one shitting my pants every year. So I would say that's progress, Un- unless unless down the road something happens. Speaking of uh, bad luck, I sliced my hand open the other day. How did you manage to do that? Were you handling a knife? No. Heavy machinery? No. Maybe you're opening boxes with a razor blade? No. I was trying to thaw out a bag of shrimp. Well, what'd you do? You must have used the, the scissors too fast. You must have been trying to cut it with the scissors and nicked your hand. No. No. I just squeezed the bag with my bare hands. Nothing bad should ever happen from that. I squeezed the bag because all the shrimps were like frozen to each other and I only wanted like seven pieces of shrimp. I was making a pasta. I didn't need a whole bag of shrimp, so I only wanted seven. So I'm like breaking it up and then shrink, shrink, a sharpened prison shank version of a shrimp's tail went into my body, cut me open. And I'm like, oh my God. I thought somebody dropped a screw in the tuna, but it was just a goddamn shrimp's tail. I, I've never had this issue before, 
But here, here's where I fucked up. Usually I get the deveined tail off shrimp, and I can just I can just squish it, crush it, bop it, twist it, flick it. I can do everything I want to do with it. But then I got it with the tail on. I didn't know that the tails were so sharp. That's how Steve Irwin died. He had a fucking bag of shrimp, fucking with it, boom, caught a shrimp tail right in his heart. He said, that bugger got me right in the heart, never gonna eat me shrimp again. And it, uh, it got me. It's, it's embarrassing, but it's also one of those things where it's like, the more you know, I want to, I want to take this moment from my tragedy to become your guys' opportunity. Next time, you guys are opening a bag of shrimp, maybe, maybe do it the way you would do it, like a big block of ice. Right, throw it on the ground, maybe get a hammer or something. Don't do it with your hands. You may feel invincible, but no one's invincible out here. Yeah, I got, I got taken out by a shrimp in my hand. It was a very exciting week, man. Tuesday, Tuesday was Game Five of the Stanley Cup Finals. The Las Vegas Golden Knights are the 2023 Stanley Cup champions. We've been waiting for this for six years. Hockey people are like, well, my team hasn't won in 78 years, so I don't know why you guys are are hyped about it. Listen, the rest of the hockey world, for some reason, I don't quite understand it. They hate Las Vegas. They make up hundreds of excuses. They say that we're cheating the salary cap. They say that we got lucky in the draft. They say that the refs are always on our side. Motherfucker, the last game was 9-3. to three. I'll tell you what the refs didn't do. The refs didn't grab your goalie and move his hand out of the way. He sucked all on his own. And first off, I'm not saying the games can't be swayed, but when you get shut out four to one, four games, we smoked you and you only got one game and it was in overtime, a tied game that you won in overtime. You can't, you can't make all the excuses in the world. At some point you got to say, well, pretty good team. A lot of people aren't like that. I went to the arena. I went outside the arena. I parked really far away. I had to walk to the arena. It was free entry. I couldn't afford a ticket to the game because the nosebleeds were uh, $2,000. A nice seat. The highest price I saw was $25,000. To watch a bunch of Canadians fucking kick a puck around? $25,000? That's got to be half a million dollars in Canadian money. Who the fuck's paying that? Who would ever do that other than a celebrity? So I went outside. There was ice on the inside of the arena. On the outside of the arena, there was nothing but sweaty people. Hundreds, thousands of sweaty people. All It took over. There must have been uh, three or 4,000 people outside the arena watching the game on like a big screen. They had Steve Aoki play uh, music, I guess. I don't, I don't know really what he does. I don't know why his name is so big, but he's just some guy. I saw a video of him throwing a cake at someone. I thought that was interesting, but I don't know if that shit flies at the, at a hockey game. You hit me with some cake at fucking 3 PM before the game even starts. I'm going to be fucking mad. If this Jersey costs $120, you fucking rich Asian asshole who doesn't even play music, pressing buttons and throwing cakes. Who's going to clean up my, who's going to clean up my fucking outfit. That's, I don't know if he did throw a cake, but that would be that that would be like the typical Las Vegas response. So anyways, we go there. It was great. We won. Everyone's high-fiving. Everyone's happy. Beers are only $18. <laughs> Fucking awful. But uh, snuck a couple of beers in there. I really, I really wanted to eat. They had these, these, uh, here we go, off on my food tangent. They had these, what do you call those little balls of, 
Oh, here we go. The tot, tater tot. I'm like, what are those little balls of potatoes called? They had tater tots where they put short rib on top and like gravy. It's like a weird version of, of poutine, I guess. Canadians probably love that shit. Like the new version of poutine? <laughs> the new teen? Hey, I'll be here all night. Tip your waitresses. Uh, $1 if the beer is $19. So I didn't get to eat that though. Instead, what I got to eat was a bag of Doritos, so by the time it was over, I was starving to death. I was excited, I was happy, starving, sweating, I was all sticky from being around everybody. Somebody, a bunch of people like spilling their beers and throwing their beers in the air and their drinks in the air after we won. So you get a little messy, I get, uh, I get back to my side of town, I go to Wiener Schnitzel. Haven't been to Wiener Schnitzel in a while, I'm wearing my Vegas Golden Knights shirt, just happy. I just won a bunch of money because I bet I bet the Golden Knights would win in October of 2022. So I had to wait. I don't know how many months that is. What do you, what do you think? Like, like almost a year? I had to wait almost a year for this bet to cash because I made it so far ago. I bet $3. I won like $70. So that was great. So I'm thinking I'm rich, bitch. I'm fucking rich. I'm going to Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> what are you doing after the Stanley Cup final? Well, I'm going to Wiener Schnitzel. Spent $17 in there. Maybe it was $14. I don't remember. It was, it was a not not that much. I got six chili dogs and 12 jalapeno poppers. And you say, okay, damn, I love jalapeno poppers. 12 of them. That sounds like quite a few. And then six chili dogs, chili cheese dogs. I brought my own cheese. I said, you keep the cheese. I'm not going to pay the extra 50 cents. I got cheese in my house. I made my own chili cheese dogs. Anyways, I ate every single one of them. What the hell, Lord Stanley? I ate every single one of them. You might, you might be thinking, was that the day before the uh, the shitting your pants? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But I will tell you this: I haven't had a solid shit since Tuesday, and today's Friday. Today, this morning, was my first solid shit. But I'll tell you what, it was worth it. Those chili dogs. I always say this, right? I say I hate hot dogs, but if you hide a hot dog within a chili, I I don't get the painful memories of childhood where 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 I'm eating, like, soupy mac and cheese with sliced, boiled hot dogs. Oh, just painful memories. Painful memories of being broke eating a boiled hot dog. Like, at a barbecue, you get me some shit that the kosher, big old, big old nice fat plump dog or, or a hot link, big old squirt of mustard on it in a bun, it, no painful memories. You give me sliced, boiled hot dog on a plate by itself, Painful memories. I don't ever want to look at it. So Wienerschnitz was kind of in the middle, but they hide it with a line of chili, which is good for me because it's the same consistency going in as, as when it eventually comes out, the chili. So for what, three straight days, I had diarrhea. But you know what? It's, it was me for me to blame. I'm not the type of guy that goes and complains about it. I don't go and sit on a toilet and go, oh, man, diarrhea again. Why can't I ever catch a break? I'm so unlucky. No, 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 no. I sit there and I go, oh, I earned this. I earned this. I made my bed. I'm going to sleep on it, shit on it. I ate those chili dogs. I'm going to earn this. It was like saving Private Ryan. I'm on there looking at it saying, you got to earn this. You you better earn this. And then I go, oh, Stanley. <laughs> the reason <laughs> we just won the Stanley Cup. Oh, Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been going good man that's been going good i'm still rebuilding my bicycle i am now i bought a new back tire 
I'm officially $46 into the new bike, and I found another problem. I keep finding problem after problem after problem on this bike, and I will not go a dollar over 100 in the repair of this bike. I simply will not. But right now we're at 46, and now I need to true, I need to true the uh, the back tire because it's wobbly. What does true mean? First off, when you look at a bike, you see all them spokes. I just go like, oh, they're just spokes. They just, they just, they just, they they just poke and they just, and they're just spokes. They don't do anything. Turns out they twist. They can lengthen. They can shorten. They can bend. They can flick. Well, what is this? Turns out you can shorten them, tune them. You can squeeze them. They they serve a very specific purpose. I had no idea. So I got to uh, I got to go to the shop and get the spokes trued. T-R-U-E-D, trued, to make the wheel not wobble, because I'm over here wobbling like a fucking hubcap rolling down the freeway, you know what I'm saying? But after that, I've heard that's only going to cost about $20 or $30, and my friend Doug was telling me that since my bike is so ugly, they might show mercy on me. They might give me, like, the fireman's discount or something. They might be like, hey, dude, it's, it's usually 30 bucks, but you need the money more than me. I can get it done for 18, okay? The go can we, can you pray with me sir before you leave with that bicycle? I'm going to need you to pray with me cuz that is the most fucked up piece of shit bike I've ever seen in my life and I will have you in my thoughts and prayers and if I if I could I would even take more money off, but I can't. My boss, my boss has been on my ass for helping people who ride homeless bikes. I'm doing my best, sir. And I say, thank you. Th- th- Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, uh, thank you. I just want to ride my bike in a straight line, sir. Would that be okay? <laughs> They're looking at my seat. They're like, you got this seat on Amazon. They're looking at my bell. Like, you got a bell on cro- crooked ass bell. Already scratched. Because I didn't know that if I put the bell on the top and I turn my bicycle upside down, that the bell would be in contact with the ground. So I'm already just... I'm already fucking up. Changing my back tire. Here's my thing. I felt like a single mom. <laughs> who? who <laughs> I felt like a single mom who just ordered her son a skateboard for like his fourth birthday, but has but she has no idea. She has no idea how to put the skateboard together. So all the pieces come in the mail, and she has no tools and no idea how to cut the grip tape and no idea how to put the bushings in and no idea what is a pivot cup. Where do all these washers go? What is there something that goes in between the bearings and you're just overwhelmed? That's me. <laughs> That's me trying to put on a tire. I'm just like folding it. I fold in one side around the tube. The other side pops out. I fold. I, I go to grab that side. The other side goes. And I'm like grabbing it around. My back is hurting. I'm sweating. Sweat's going in my glasses. I'm just like, dude. If a person. If a person like a BMXer was looking at me, they would feel so bad for me because I promise they could just grab it. And they'd be like, oh, all you have to do is grab it here. Do, 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 do. It's done. I, I bet an experienced BMXer can change a bike tire tube in probably five minutes. I was out there for an uh, hour and a half trying to get this motherfucking tire on there. And then... You're going to love this. I made every conceivable mistake. Every mistake in the book. Because I had to take off the rear tire. I take off the rear tire. I spend ah, 45 minutes getting the fucking tire onto the rim. Without pinching shit. Without breaking shit. Fill it up with air. Okay, it's good to go. It's good to go. I put it on. I tighten everything up. I go to grab the chain. 
Oh, shit. The fucking sprocket's on the wrong side. I put the goddamn tire on backwards. Okay, cool. Take it off. Put it back on. Okay, tighten it up. Let's put the chain on. Oh, shit. I got the chain looped on the outside of the frame. Okay, that's fine. Okay, put it in. This time, I put the chain around the sprocket. Put it back in. Boom. Good to go. It's ready to go. I look at it. The chain has a twist in it. So now my, my chain is a figure eight. I go, oh my god. I done fucked this up four fucking times now. Finally take it off, put it back on, put it on, tighten it up. I go, okay, cool. We Looks like it's all good. I get the chain around the, the other sprocket, and then I go, oh, it's too loose. This motherfucker, I had a, I had a drooper. I had a drooping ass chain. So then I had to pull the thing back. Finally got it going. Turn my bike upside down, spin the tire, and then my motherfucking tire set, woo, 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 in Wiggles Wobblesville. So then I went on my Discord. I hit up Day Day, who you guys can see in the chat. Day Day helped me and Doug. And then I went on Reddit. I went on reddit.com slash bike wrench. And they they told me I had to true the tires. Then I went on my Facebook because I have some friends that do this really lame thing in Las Vegas where every Wednesday everyone rides a bike like like in the Arts District and down the Strip. Basically, it's this one big group of like thousands of people that bother anyone who owns a car just gets bothered by them. But anyways, he knows a lot about bikes. I got to go get it trued. I'm praying that it's only going to be 20 bucks, but it may be as much as 30. Not happy about that. But you guys have been with me for the for the beginning of my bicycle um, recreation. And Love My Toe, who is also in the chat, recommended, why not just get a new bike from from Walmart for only 90 I saw one for $96, or maybe it was $98. $98, I could have got a bike, but then I read the reviews. And then I also read that I had to assemble the bike myself. So there goes my fucking weekend. Can you imagine me trying to get brakes on that bitch? I can barely put the tire on. Brakes with wires and, and reflectors. And then, oh, I don't even know how the back tire works. I don't even know what it what it does, how does it only spin backwards but not forwards? I don't know. Some type of ratchet system, I imagine, but I don't know how that, I don't know the science behind it. I don't know what's inside of it. Is there a bearing in there? I don't know. Should I, are you able to change the bearing? I would love to have a new bearing. How fast can my bike go? Am I, am I riding uh, inefficiently? I don't know. We'll never know. But uh, as soon as I read those reviews, and they were like, I hadn't, you know how reviews can turn you off of a product, especially if there's a lot of really bad ones? I looked at the one-star reviews, and they're like, put the bike together. Uh, day number three, my three-year-old broke off, broke eight spokes. The pedal fell off. Uh, handlebar broke sideways, and also he has fucking cancer now. So thank you, Walmart. Thanks, Walmart, for ruining my fucking life. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to bother with that. I've had a really sore back all week i probably should not have gone to uh the hockey game on tuesday because my back was in extreme pain i feel fine today and i know a lot of you guys may think it's from breaking tables on twitch by the way a new video came out of breaking tables on twitch that you guys should check out also we haven't broken a table in a while so feel free to donate money if you have a credit card debit card paypal send money and a table will die it's for your entertainment and for me to gamble. Gamble the money away with. I always say that and some people get really upset. I'm not actually taking all your money and gambling it. It's mostly going to groceries. But it's more fun to say that all your money goes to gambling. Jesus, take a goddamn joke. Speaking of taking a joke, I made another video today on T-Funk. 
You guys can check that out on my second channel, Steve Hates Skating. Now, back to my back injury. So, Friday last week, I went out, I shit my pants, it was all good. And then uh, Saturday, I was like, okay, well, we'll take it easy on Saturday. Not, not, don't go crazy on Saturday. Let's try not to shit our pants. We, we already went through enough trauma yesterday. So I invite some friends over. And in my living room, I have a big inflatable flamingo. And it's part of my Twitch, like, spiel, part of my shtick, the joke, where if you donate a dollar, I stand up and I slap the, the flamingo in the face. And it's funny. It makes a loud noise. And it's funny. Okay, it's, I try to, try to be entertaining. If you're not a Twitch, like, regular, it doesn't make any sense. But that's what we try to do. It's our little fun inside joke. So anyways, I invite some friends over. It's me, uh, Aaron, this guy Zach, and girl, girl Ryan, which is a girl named Ryan. I'm laying on my fucking belly. And uh, here's my thing. The next day I wake up and I go, what happened to my back, dude? I, I think I just, fuck, I must have been, like, dancing at the bar or something. I must have done something, tweaked it the other day, or maybe when I shit my pants, I fucking I hit the spine on the way out. And Aaron goes, no, you don't remember? I said, no, man, I, was, I think I was like drinking a bunch of beer that night. He goes, oh, yeah, you were laying on your stomach on the flamingo, and my sister, Ryan, jumped in the air and elbow-dropped your lower back. I said, what? And then, just like in Beer Fest, the memory came back to me, and I was like, oh, yeah. I was minding my own fucking business, relaxing on my belly, on the flamingo, not face down, face down. And then from behind, from out of nowhere, fucking John Cena sneaks in and elbow drops me right in my fucking spine. And my back has been hurt ever since. Today, it feels fine. Today is my first day being 100%. Uh, you know, those, those injuries always, I, I was about to say they always heal. They actually never heal. But they they keep coming back over and over and over again, and it's it's terrible, it's awful. But I wasn't uh like angry about it. I know she was just joking. I know she wasn't maliciously trying to hurt my back. But it is unfortunate because this week I couldn't ride a skateboard and I couldn't even lift weights. So this would have been my twelfth week in a row lifting weights. We had to take the whole week off. So we're just gonna call that our deload. We're gonna call that our rest week. Eleven weeks in a row. Give myself some props. You lifted weights for 11 weeks. You got fucking buff as hell. And now you take one week off. And then guess what? Come Comes on Monday. Get back in the in the gym, which is outdoors. Get back to it. And next time, whenever someone's in the room with you, don't turn your back to them when you're laying down. Because an elbow drop could come out of nowhere. Next topic is trivia. Would you guys like a chance to win a free Ninja Lifestyle sticker pack sent directly to the American address of your choosing, all you have to do is answer a simple trivia question. First one to answer the question correctly wins the sticker pack. By the way, if there's anyone who has won a sticker pack in the past, I don't know, three years that I never sent it to, remind me. I forget things. Also, I always say, hit me up after the podcast, and then I forget that I have eight social medias. So then I have a hidden message on Twitter from three years ago. It's like, oh yeah, you forgot... Uh, you forgot to send me that. And I was like, I said, DM, you DM'd me on, on my least used social media and you were f flagged for spam. Just, just remind me on something else. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So uh, the question is, what is the name of the monkey in the movie Aladdin? Don't say Harambe. R.I.P. Harambe. 
What is the name of the monkey in the movie Aladdin? I'm talking about the Disney Channel movie. I don't actually remember much about that movie except that fool was stealing a lot and he had a genie. And uh, I, I, re I remember more about the video game because that fool was throwing apples and swinging around. I remember swinging from like rooftop to rooftop. I remember I played that game on Genesis, on a rented Genesis. You guys, a lot of you younger guys, you know, with your PS5s and whatnot, don't know. You used to be able to rent an entire game system. So I had a, a Super Mario, I had a SNES, I had a SNES. That's what I had. I've been a Nintendo, a Nintendo, a I've been a Nintendo. I always stutter when I'm trying to say the word Nintendo and editing. I've been editing Nintendo. I had a Super NES. Fuck, bitch. Now, now, it's, now it's done started. And um, I wanted to know what it felt like to have an extra extra set of buttons. The Genesis had six buttons on the, on the, on the front panel. Anyways, I played Aladdin. Let's read the, uh, the chat. Ogri says, boo. Spider-Man says, abu. Late Bloomer says, King Julian. Leetsuf says, apu. Iboboy says, shit. Day-Day says, abu. <laughs> Harambe's cloned brother. Okay, the answer is Abu, according to this website. So the first person to say that right was Spider-Man. So Spider-Man, hit me up after the podcast, and you will be the proud new owner of a giveaway of stickers. What other podcast in the entire fucking world gives away stickers to the people who watch it live? No one. Joe Rogan's not doing this. I'm the only one. They may have, like, sponsored products and shit, but that doesn't come out of their pocket. These come straight out of my pocket directly to you. You always have a chance to win. Why? It's out of love. It's out of love. That's what powers this podcast. A lot of podcasts don't have that. They, they just do facts and opinions and sports and news. No, 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 no. Here, we spread the love. There's nothing more lovely and telling a story about how you shit your pants last Friday. Anyways, next topic. Conor McGregor. That son of a bitch. He has been um, accused of sexual assault. Let's... I want to explain this in the right way. First off... <laughs> this is kind of like a, a, a Jesse Smollett kind of idea. The woman who is like claiming and accusing that he sexually assaulted her has made up the most unbelievable story... That has ever been told. I and it's it's for it's for one of two reasons. Number one, she she desperately wants money. Number two, it's it's the story of a chick who thinks that she's a ten out of ten, who is not. Like this, if she gets even one dollars, if she gets even one dollars worth of settlement money, it will in her mind feel like her story that she made up. Maybe there was some truth to it. This is one big mental illness where this person is trying to trying to twist their twist the world into accepting their reality. Okay. So uh, I guess the person's name is Mitchell. Mitchell claims this is her story. The woman who believes that Conor McGregor sexually assaulted her told this story and expected the world to believe it. And later you'll see that she. She forgot that he was like an A-list celebrity who who always has a camera on him at all times. So when you make up an outlandish story, at least make it sound somewhat believable or have it at least follow, like gently follow what actually happened. Here we go. Uh, she claims the NBA and the Heat security 
<laughs> separated that woman and her friend. <laughs> so this woman had a friend. Uh, in reality, it was the hot friend. This is all. This is coming from the non-hot friend. You know, how chicks travel in pairs. Sometimes, not always. There's one, the hot one, and the non-hot one. The non-hot one is filing this lawsuit, but th the reality is, Conor McGregor went away with a hot girl and left left the non-hot girl. Okay. Anyways, they get separated. <laughs> she claims it was all one big conspiracy. They they purposely separated them, and then they say she was forced into a restroom that McGregor and his security guard were already inside of. So NBA security is following, in her mind, Conor McGregor, Con Conor McGregor orders NBA security, hey, when you see that ugly chick out there, send her in to me. You guys don't answer the NBA anymore. You answer to me. Send her in the bathroom where I'll be waiting with my security guard. And, and the, the NBA security goes, that sounds lovely. So anyways, <laughs> uh, forced her into the restroom that McGregor and his security guard were already inside of. Then she says security refused to let the woman exit and no one else could, could enter. Wait, security refused to let the woman exit or allow anyone else. Yeah, no one could go in, no one could go out, including her friend in the bathroom. Then she says McGregor emerged from inside of a handicap stall where he was patiently waiting <laughs> and shoved his tongue in the victim's mouth and aggressively kissed her. <laughs> okay, I mean, you know, he's only worth $200 million. That makes sense. Uh, according to the letters, the woman was able to get McGregor off of her by telling him she had to urinate. But then McGregor allegedly forced her to have oral sex with him. Uh, then he is accused of grabbing the woman and pinning her against the wall before attempting to sodomize her. You know, he's probably 190 pounds at this point. He's, he's the biggest he's ever been in his career. Two-time WFC champion. Wait till you hear the next part. Mitchell says in the letters, the woman was able to elbow McGregor repeatedly, which gave her a window to escape. Wow. There's only two people that have been able to do... Oh, three people. So, Poirier, uh, Khabib, and, and this woman. Can, what are the odds that there's only three people in history that have been able, been able to outgrapple Conor McGregor? What are the odds of that? <laughs> Fucking Khabib, uh, you know, Olympic wrestling champion. Uh, Poirier, you know, UFC champion. And this random chick at an NBA fucking game. What are the odds? She must have had some great elbows. So then uh, she had a window to escape, and she also escaped through the, through, the, through the security guards, McGregor's personal security and the NBA security. She, she John Wicked her way out of there after a multimillionaire wanted to ha have sex with her. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Okay, don't worry. You, you guys may think I'm being rude right now. Don't worry. Because there's a video. Don't worry. She forgot that McGregor is always being videotaped. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, she fled in such a hurry that she left her purse. And then she says McGregor's security guards held the purse hostage until she pleaded with them for its return. So not only is she John Wick, she's also a master negotiator. She got her purse back from the man, from the man and men who wanted to rape her.
Okay, cool. She got away from it all. And then uh, the next day she goes to the police. <laughs> the police. The officer then encouraged her to get an attorney. The cop <laughs> The cop knows. You, you hear this story and then you look at the woman and you're like, <laughs> okay, you're going to need a lawyer, lady, because this is not going to fly. Don't, don't, don't do this yourself. Anyways, uh, today a video comes out. And we're not going to watch the video here, but you guys can find it. A video comes out where it's a big line of people trying to get into the bathroom. The bathroom, uh, according to what I read and what I could kind of see, there's a bunch of ladies in the bathroom. McGregor's having a girl party in the bathroom. Uh, he comes out. Uh, there's a chick waiting in line, like trying to cut in line. He looks at her, grabs her hand, and calmly walks her into the bathroom. Into the bathroom party filled with sluts. So it's him and a bathroom filled with women. There was no waiting in the stall, waiting to attack. There was there was a lady desperate. There was <laughs> there was a woman waiting outside who desperately wanted to hang out with Conor McGregor. Desperately wanted to hang out, and she got a chance. And the video's here, and there were a bunch of other women in there. And uh, in the line, you can hear everyone complaining, going, "Why the fuck did she get to cut in line? What the fuck? Everyone's fucking mad." That she gets to cut in line. And then also there's another video of the same woman hanging out with Conor McGregor, who is hanging out with the other girl, obviously, at a club. You guys can watch the video on TMZ. But it just, it will never surprise me, like, the lengths at which people will go to try to believe their own story. Now, this is coming from a guy. When I tell you guys a story here on the podcast, I... I add in special details often to make the story more fun, right? I'm not sitting here telling you the exact story because sometimes the story of me shitting my pants isn't that exciting unless I add in some exciting details. The difference is I'm not trying to sue my own doo-doo for millions of dollars. When a woman does this to a celebrity, first off, you gotta... (laughs) You gotta come up with something that slightly resembles the truth. Like, it has to be almost close. Okay, because I don't want to be, like, shallow, but if you look at the woman, and then you look at the multi-millionaire Conor McGregor, there's there's no way that, that he would go through this much trouble for this woman, considering that there are millions of women on Earth right now that, that, that pr- probably are attracted to him. So this is just a woman who needs money, and I, I had read earlier, I'm not sure if this is true. I'm not sure if this is true, but there are... Uh, a lot of people that said she initially asked to before before even filing charges, she already wanted to settle. I I would think that you would want the person that just inflicted this trauma on you. You would want them to pay for their crime, like you'd want them to be serve justice, right? Own up to their mistake, own up to what they did. No, no, no. First thing was money. The first thing was money. Um, in her defense, I, I would do the same, <laughs> but it, 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 the story would, would make the equal amount of sense if, if I was telling it, if I was telling the story, it would make the exact same amount of sense, which is still zero, but it would, it wouldn't be more or less believable. If I said, well, I was trying to use the bathroom at an NBA heat game, uh, for like, you know, the NBA finals and, uh, I, a bunch of security guards shoved me in the bathroom. And then I was there all by myself, and then Conor McGregor appeared out of nowhere. And then he shoved his tongue down my throat, and then he was going to 
sodomize me, but I gave him the ugh, 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 ugh. Conor McGregor doesn't know about these. He's never even like trained an elbow before. He doesn't know about my skills as a Twitch streamer. So I beat his fucking ass and then I got out of there, but I left my, I left my cell phone. Oh man. And then I got, then I beat up all the security. Boom, boom. But then I forgot my cell phone. God damn it. So I came back and I said, please give me my cell phone back. I'll be your best friend. I, I, I will not be your friend if you don't give me my cell phone back. And then I got my cell phone back. And then the next day I went to the police and I told them what happened. And that is exactly what happened. And everyone who you can ask, ask my mom. And she would, she wasn't there, but she, but she knows I wouldn't lie. Ask, ask, matter of fact, ask my mom. My mom knows I don't lie. Ask, I'll, I'll even let you ask my mom if she thinks I'm lying. Because if I was lying, first off, I'm not lying. That That is totally what happened. Second off, before, listen, I, I don't care about my butthole. It's a little sore from from what he did. No, my elbows. No, there. No, there's no. No, there's there's, there's no markings on my elbows. No. Oh, but, well, because uh, I had I, I forgot I had elbow pads on when I was elbowing him. So that, that's why I have no damage to my elbows. I forgot about that. So yeah, so that happened. But no, but but anyway, anyway. So who took, who's talking about elbows? I'm saying I think this would be easier. I'm very busy. I'm very busy. A lot of celebrities want to fuck me. I'm very, very busy. I would prefer if you could just write me a check. I don't... I know. You know, you know. I, you know. I, I know it's a heinous crime. But... What, what if what if I had something in this hand, and, I, and then you had something in this hand, and then I dropped this into your hand, and this came into my hand, and then we just... And then our hands, and we go, oh, what was... I forgot our... What was even in that hand? I don't even remember. What was that? Is that a... What what if I just had a large sum of money, and then I would just I would just forget? What if that happened? I don't know. Would, would that be agreeable? And then the cop goes, "Get a fucking lawyer, lady," <laughs> or 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 bro. If it was me, he'd say, "Bro," he said, "Bro, you need a lawyer. This story is not gonna fly." Anyways, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, quick movie reviews. Dark Crimes had Jim Carrey in it. It's fucking terrible. Never watch it. I watched Truman Show last week. I said, wow, Jim Carrey's a hell of an actor. He he does a lot more than just get naked and fall out of Rhino's assholes. Wow, what am I missing? I should watch another Jim Carrey movie. I watched Dark Crimes. Horrible fucking movie. His acting, eh, pretty great. Movie, awful. The point of it, stupid. Just all around bad dialogue, bad writing. Horrible movie, stupid movie. I watched another movie called Above Suspicion, which is based on a true story. And I really love when a movie's based on a true story. It's about an FBI agent who has an informant, and then he starts, like, hooking up with this informant, and the informant falls in love with him, and then the informant tries to fuck up the FBI agent's marriage, and then, uh, and I don't want to spoil it, but it gets crazy, and then at the end, it says... This was based on a true story. And I love movies that say this was based on a true story, and then they show the person. They show the actual guy. So, like, whenever you watch a movie on, like, uh, uh, Pablo Escobar or something, and you, 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 see, you watch the movie, and you're like, holy fuck, that was crazy. And then at the ending, they show the actual guy, and you're like, oh, fuck. It becomes that much more real. The movie, again, is called Above Suspicion. Pretty good. Kind of like a thriller, mystery kind of movie. 
Then I watched a movie called Jarhead. Jarhead is about uh, some guy in the Marines who I think went to go fight in Iraq. And it's a very weird movie because you would think a war movie would be all about fucking going to war, shooting, laying in the dirt, gunfights. This is a different type of war movie that I had never been exposed to. It's it's very interesting, and it I guess its tagline would be "Every war is different," and it's not it's not a comedy. There's a lot of funny scenes. It's 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 a lot about like how these guys are losing their fucking minds, and uh, just the monotony of 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 being away from home. And it's it's kind of funny, and at the end, it's kind of fucked up, and it'll, it'll it, it's it's a whirlwind of emotions. And it has Jake Gyllenhaal, which he's a good actor in almost everything I've seen. Jake Gilly. My boy Jake Jiggly, Jigglypuff. Jake Jigglypuff. Jarhead was the name of that movie. I thought it was okay. It's worth watching once. Jake Jellybelly. Now, the movie I watched last night was very interesting. I think I talked about it maybe last week or the week before. A show called Maniac, which was about Jonah Hill having like a... Like psychological problems in in the movie, I think it wasn't a movie; it was a series. Anyways, the movie I watched yesterday was called Brain on Fire. It's about some uh, some woman, successful reporter, young, healthy woman, just living her life, having a great life, and then one day she just starts going fucking nuts. <laughs> she just starts going fucking nuts, dude, and she's losing her mental health. She's losing her motor function. She's losing her ability to process information. She's having seizures, going nuts. And then uh, the doctors are trying to figure out what's wrong. They think she's just like, she thinks her brain is just deteriorating. It's like, it's got to be fucking uh, psych, psych, uh, what do you call this? Whatever. They think she's schizophrenic and shit. And uh, then the doctors are all like trying to figure out what's going on. And then I'm not going to spoil it. But the cool part about this movie as well is it was also based on a true story. Yeah. If I if I explain any more, it will spoil it. But if you like movies where people are losing their fucking, like, losing their sense of reality, and it's funny because they they sort of show it. When someone's talking, so, like, the, uh, the effects are great. It's probably great in surround sound, too. When someone's talking, it'll show, like, the screen will get blurry, and then it'll go into, like, like double vision, and then it'll like slurred speech, and then it'll pop back into normal. And as you're watching it, you like you kind of feel like you're going crazy. So uh, really well done. Uh, not the greatest like I. So I I watched the movie, and my first thought was like, this can't be what the real story is. Like this is a little far fetched. So I looked on Wikipedia and read it. Turns out it it doesn't follow exactly what happened. Obviously, it adds in a few details to make the story more exciting. But I would uh, highly recommend watching Brain on Fire if you like that style of movie. Four movie reviews today. Man, we have had a hell of a podcast. We've made it to 54 minutes. And we're probably going to keep going for a couple more because uh, because I got to shout you guys out. Can I get a oh hell yeah from everybody in the chat? Those are all the topics I have today. If you missed the first half of the podcast, you can always catch the rerun on Sunday, 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 it comes out on YouTube, on Podbean, on Spotify, on podcast app, all over the place. It comes out on Sunday, early, early, early in the morning, just in case you want to watch it 
Sunday night before you get ready for your evil, evil Monday, or if you have a long drive to work, or if you work like Amazon or or Uber or something like that, or DoorDash, you can listen to the podcast on your first day of work on Monday. It's great. It's free. You don't have to pay anything. Although, if you did want to donate some money, that sure would be nice. I would like to give a special shout out to Mr. Jesus for subscribing. Oh, he gave a gift sub. So that gives me $2.50. See? A nice little tip. Right? You guys tip the guy at Starbucks. Some people even tip the guy at Subway. I would never do that. Go back to my previous podcast to find out why I'm currently protesting Subway. And thank you to Toronto Toad for the $1. You guys can always send money. And it's not like you're just here to, to pay my electric bill. Right? Sometimes you're just giving me a dollar like, thanks for being you. Sometimes I go give my dog a treat. Why? Thanks for being you. Here's a treat. Here's a here's a little here's a little little puppy a little what do you call it pop pepperonis. Here's a little pepperoni for you. Anyway, shout out to Spider Man, OG Mickey, Love My Toe, Mister Jesus, Dick Maximus, Day Day, Girthy Boy, Toronto Toad, OG Mickey. I appreciate you guys being here. If you don't have any money to send, you can always support the podcast by telling a friend. This was a great podcast. Ten out of ten, I would say, and it went over the limit. Over the limit. Against the law. Um, we had a couple of podcasts previously where nothing happened. If there's not an eventful week, I can't just make shit up. I could, but you, you guys would be able to see through the lies. So we're going to keep it classy. We're going to keep it classy. I appreciate you guys always for hanging out. We are going to end the podcast, but the stream will continue. We're going to play some Mario. Uh, that's it. As I always say, ladies and gentlemen, don't drink too much, but don't drink too Little. Six chili dogs. Oh, Stanley. <laughs> Stanley.